You know what I'm saying? Super Bowl again. So we finna, we finna party in Vegas for sure. So let's get the party started on the Red and Gold Report. Bang, bang, nine again, baby. And good evening and welcome to this very special edition of the Red and Gold Report. I'm Juliette Goodrich. You forgot to say, hut, hut. No, that's yours. Yeah, that's what you said. Victory Monday, everybody. <laughs> hey, I'm Vern Glenn, and it is all anybody is talking about yes. all over the Bay Area. The 49ers headed to Super Bowl 58. Oh, this is a great Monday. You know, they'll be taking on the Kansas City Chiefs in a little less than two weeks in Las Vegas. It is a game that you will only see on CBS News Bay Area. Arif Cowan, we were smart. We sent him yesterday. We knew yeah. something was up. Good He's thinking. already there. And uh, Vern and I will be heading there next week. You know some Jules? It was quite the roller coaster <laughs> ride at the game yesterday at Levi's Stadium, which made the victory even sweeter. In fact, as our own John Ramos tells us, boy, the Bay Area today, the mood, euphoric. It's pretty quiet on the streets of San Francisco, but you can't really fault people for not being out and about. They may be taking time to recover from the roller coaster ride the 49ers put us through on Sunday. The sun was shining and the sky was blue over San Francisco, a miraculous sign of life after the near-death experience that 49er fan Jasmine Oniveros had on Sunday. Um, we're big 49er fans. It's like a big hometown pride thing for us. During lunch at the Ferry Building, Oniveros had to admit she thought the season was over when they went down by 17 points at the half. Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, definitely by halftime I was like, we're done. You know, the Lions had great defense. They also had very great offense. I was like, this is going to be tough to come back. I was very surprised that we actually won. But they call Niner fans the faithful for a reason. Fun game, just a roller coaster ride. And faith was something Alex Carcar insists he never lost. No, I was always certain that they were going to come back. Really? Yeah, my, my kid was, uh, was upset. I said, just wait and see. They're, they're going to come back in the second half. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I never lost hope. I told myself, I'm a believer, right? You know, I, I'm going to believe we're going to come back. But yes, it was a little, um, I, 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 I'll be lying if I said there wasn't any kind of concern or doubt in my mind. But the team did come back, and Monique Mabudas thought it all started when Brock Purdy tucked the ball and took off running. I don't think I've ever seen him run like that. Um, and I think that that really, those drives really changed the direction of the game and, and, it, and got us fired up and um, got the stadium back alive too because that place was just roaring. Shane Lilly brought his family from Mojave to Levi's Stadium to see the game, and he thought the turning point was the incredible circus catch by Brandon Ayuk after the ball bounced off the face mask of his defender. I knew we were coming back and we were going to win it. Right then I knew that it was that we were going to win it. Because you could just feel the crowd and all the energy. But Colleen Fredericks actually credits someone else for the comeback win. She decided to put her baby down for a nap at halftime. When I came back, they were doing well, so the baby used some magic, and it really felt like that put us over the edge and got us to the Super Bowl. You've got to feel sorry for Lions fans, beaten by a baby. Alan Clark says he was just sure this was going to be his year. We've been waiting forever, as long as I can remember. I'm 58, and I, you know, never seen the Lions do a championship. But this was our, our first moment breaking free of the clouds and seeing the sunshine and thinking, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to make this happen. And, you know, so, yeah, it's more than a little disappointing. 
But there's always next year. The 49ers feel this is their year. So it's on to Las Vegas to meet their old friend, Patrick Mahomes. And this time, can you put the baby to bed a little sooner? <laughs> All right, now, it was the 49ers' yeah. second biggest comeback in their playoff history. And man, just to be a fly on the wall in that locker room at halftime because they came out swinging in the second half of this one. In the third quarter, here comes the deficit. Outscored Detroit 27-7 to in the second half. Wow, and that's something? To head to the Super Bowl and avoid losing a third straight NFC championship. We don't want to go out like that. We didn't know how, I mean, we dug ourselves in a big hole, but I wasn't just talking about how to win this game. I was talking about how to start playing right. It wasn't looking great. And, uh, you know, I never go down at halftime. I came down just to try to feel our team, and I felt good when I saw them because they were ready to come out. Never saw playing this team it's the way it is. What, 1 and 30, and being down now, it's what, 2 and 30? So, hey, we're going in the right direction. Where does this rank in your career of games that you've played? Top. It ain't even close. It ain't even close. All right, so let's bring in a man who's actually played in a Super Bowl over his 16 NFL career at fullback. Look, he can still put the pants I'm on. I'm ready, Burn. I'm fired up. Play. Lorenzo Neal has joined us. And, uh, and, look, to the 49ers, thank Lions coach Dan Campbell for going for it on fourth down the first time in that game because that – I might have flipped everything. Oh, no question. Not the first time, but also the second time mm -hmm. and the third time. Yep. It was just watching this guy just kind of melt down in front of us. I know they said he's consistent in doing it, but it's fourth down. You have a chance to tie up the game. You know, the ball was a good thrown pass. The receiver just dropped it, and that flipped the tide. And right after that, you have Brandon Ayuk on the big bomb, and that just turned the tides, and now the Niners were cooking. All right, so you have that, and then <laughs> the 49ers get the ball back, and well, the catch that everybody's oh. talking about now. Yes. Brandon Ayuk on the deep route, and man, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, right? Absolutely. This was just great concentration by Ayuk. When you look at Ayuk, there's a ball that could have been caught by the corner, the safety. Ayuk follows the ball, keeps his eyes on the ball, great concentration, pulls it into his body, and able to make this catch. This was electrifying. This was going down as maybe the catch. Yeah, yeah. just a few plays later, he hits Ayuk in the end zone, and now, uh-oh, excuse me, it's a seven-point game. And then, <laughs> and then, what? Lions get the what ball happened? back. What happened? Jamar Gibbs. Yes. Fumble! Fumble's out! Yes, the very next series. Here's the running back says, Jamar, uh, let me take this ball. And there's big number 91 to say, let me fall on this, and let's get this thing, and let's get it back into our offense hands. Big turnaround right there. Yeah, credit Gibson for knocking it free. And yeah, Gibson, great job. Big fella, 91. Yeah, Eric Armstead. Getting the ball. I, still, I think he still has the football. Somewhere. Oh, Orm said, yeah, he was great. Away. And then he gave it to McCaffrey, scored. But this one right here. Oh, the second fourth down call. Yeah, the second fourth down call. Right now, if you look at the score, it's 20, you know, 27-24. The Detroit Lions are only down by three. This is one the one if you go if you kick this now now you tie the game mm -hmm. now let your players lose because if the Niners score a touchdown or a field goal you have a chance to match them but you can't match them when they're down by when you're down by ten that is what happened not exactly a clean handoff in this one but you know what 
I know how to hand it off. Tell me. To Julia Goodrich. Absolutely. Boom. Take it away. I could listen to you guys talk about that <laughs> game over and over again. So exciting. Okay, so the next stop for the Niners is Allegiant Stadium. Fans are already trying to book their flights to Sin City. And some are turning actually to local travel agencies to get a good deal. Imperial Travel Service is San Francisco's mission district agency. And they have certainly been busy helping fans get the best travel packages for Vegas. Workers say some fans started buying their tickets before the Niners even won the NFC championship. But the longer you wait, the more expensive the tickets will be. Airfares are about $500 round trip right now, if we can get that. Um, but honestly, if you get it with a hotel package, I think you it's a, the better bet. Las Vegas, this is the best time to be there. It's beautiful weather. It's a nice 70 degrees. People are, you know, are going for the food. They're going for the, for the excitement. The travel agency says they are opening an hour longer to help more fans, and they expect to be super busy next Thursday and Friday with those last-minute travelers.